You know, what I love about that song is a special word that is used all throughout that, and, and the word is actually a name, and the name is Emmanuel. So some of us might ask, well, what does Emmanuel mean, and what's so special about it? It actually translates into God with us, and that's an important message for us to understand um, here in the Christmas season, is that God is with us, that God is with us no matter what. Say that with me, God is with us. God is with us. Say it like you mean it. God is with us. And that's what we want to experience here um, on Christmas Eve. How many of you have ever prayed, um, God be with me? Anybody ever prayed that prayer? Maybe you're like getting ready for a a medical procedure and you're saying like, God be with me. Um, If you've ever ridden in the backseat of your 98-year-old grandmother's car and she's driving, um, maybe your prayer is God be with us and, uh, as, as you're going down the road. But either way, we know that somehow we're connecting with those words of God be with me and God be with us. You know, in Matthew's birth narrative, we, we, si- we find out that um, he begins to tell us of this joyful occasion when an angel appears to Mary. And listen to the way Matthew records this. He says, Mary will give birth to a son And you are to give him the name Jesus because he will, what? Save his people from their sins. Now, this was was an announcement that if you were a part of the Old Testament theology, you had been waiting for centuries for this to become a reality, that, that God's saving grace would come upon you and upon all the people. And what we learn is, is, as we continue on here, is, is Matthew is, is actually telling us a message that was proclaimed by the Old Testament prophet Isaiah so many centuries before. And Isaiah wasn't just proclaiming any message, he was proclaiming the message. And that message was that God would reveal himself in a powerful way. And it was not just a saying, but it was a promise. It was a covenant made. And here's what we find in verse 22. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. So for 740 years, this had been prophesied. And Isaiah says these words. He says, the virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. And with those words, Emmanuel, the most earth-shattering message that changed not only Mary's life, but changed the entire world forever, was released at that particular point. I mean, think about it for a second. What is it that made the shepherds run to Bethlehem, see what they were told, and run back and tell everybody, as the scriptures say, that they could not help but to tell everybody what they had seen? What was it that captivated the attention of of the kings as they came from all those distances to come and to bow down at the baby Jesus and present those gifts that the scriptures say were gold, frankincense, and myrrh? The Apostle John says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and God was in the beginning. So so the Word, Jesus, God, all of that is one. So Jesus was not some afterthought that the Father had, but that this is part of who God is, that God reveals himself in three different ways, as creator, as father, as redeemer, as son, and as perpetual presence that's with us through what we call the Holy Spirit. But he goes on in verse 14, and he says some really powerful words. It's somewhat mysterious, but it's a, it's a truth that we, can, that we know to be fact. And he says that the word became flesh and dwelt among us. So what he's saying at that particular moment is, is that God has done a powerful miracle, that Jesus is man, but yet he's divinity. He is without sin and therefore come into the world to redeem us 
to bring us back into that heavenly connection with God, that perfection that God had as the original design when he created us in his image. We find out, though, that as we think about this, that sometimes we struggle with that. We say, okay, God is with us and God is with me, but I'm not really sure that I want to believe that. And listen, and I know that, that on Christmas Eve, it's not uncommon that, that many people go to Christmas Eve services. You have great courage. Let me tell you, thank you for your courage. If you're a person who's not yet a believer or you're somebody who's asking questions, thank you for coming to a church on, on a night such as this so that you can begin to embark upon that journey where, where you'll understand the love of God and, and, and uh, God cares deeply for you and God wants to move into your life. But some of us, we're, we're not really there yet, and, and we don't really put the pieces together that there is a God until something happens in our life. And then all of a sudden, we're drawn into this, this deeper journey of faith. Um, some of you are here tonight because, well, you know, somebody invited you. You, you may not be a believer, and, and I know what that's like. There was a time in my life when, when I didn't have time for God. And, and God was the last thing on my mind. I wanted to earn money in my job, and I wanted to, to do the things that I wanted to do. And I knew that, that if I was going to bring God into my life, that, that my life couldn't be my own. And I wanted to just be the manager of my life. So I've been there. I know what that's like. And some of you are here tonight because someone coerced you to come to Christmas Eve service. And here's what they said. If you go to church with me on Christmas Eve, I'll buy you a burrito afterwards. And that's why you're here. And, and listen, I get that. But thank God you're here. Because I know that the Holy Spirit will, will speak with you. There, there are some here tonight, um, you've been a Christian for all of your life, and, and, and you're going through a struggle, or you've had some challenges in your life, and you, and you listen to me say the words, Emmanuel, God with us, God with me, and you're going like, man, pastor, that's not true, because this has happened, or that has happened, and I don't feel like God's in my life, or, or I don't feel like God is with me, and I'm hoping that tonight that the Holy Spirit transforms you in a powerful way. Others, you might be here tonight and you're in a tough spot. Uh, maybe this is a year that, that you're seeing a transition in your life. Maybe this is the first Christmas that you're going to sit down at the table and it's going to be an empty chair that you're going to be looking at. And maybe a loved one has died or maybe you've gone through a relational uh, divorce. Maybe, maybe you wanted a loved one to, to come home for Christmas and for whatever reason they can't be there. So you're feeling the loneliness. You're feeling the, uh, the emptiness. You're feeling the draw of what could come with that. And you begin to, to wrestle with this God with me, God with us. And, and you start thinking like if God is so good, then, then why can't God go fix this for me? Why am I feeling the way that I am? Maybe you're one who, who realizes that you've made some choices in life. Listen, I, I've, I've made bad choices. Um, every day I, I wake up and I'm so happy that God has forgiven me of the person I used to be. And if you come in on church some Sundays, you'll find out you know, some of the stories that, that I tell about uh, my life that I had and how God has brought me into a new life. And I know that what, that's what God's doing for you. But some of you are saying, but the things that I've done are so bad. They're so uh, things that I can't account for. Trust me. Trust me. God can forgive you. God can, can touch you. God can redeem you. And God wants to do that. So you are not anywhere away from the love and the power and the, and the touch of God. But I believe on, on Christmas Eve, we, we, need to, we need to learn a message together. And that is that God is, God was, and God will be continuously in your life. And that's the peace that you want to have. So what does it mean to say that, that God is with you? Listen to what the uh, angel told Mary. The angel said, greetings, you who are highly favored. The next words were the exact words that Mary needed to hear. The Lord is with you. 
The Lord has blessed you. The very first thing that the angel said to Mary was exactly what she needed to hear. Because Mary wasn't real sure about what this meant. About how she as a virgin would, would not have sexual relations with a man, but that she would somehow become pregnant. And the angel said that the Holy Spirit will come upon you, that you will remain holy, and that you will give birth to Christ the Lord. For those of you that are uh, struggling right now, check out what the scripture says. It says that, that God is a God of all comfort, and God will carry you, God will move you, God will, will see you through any and every challenge that you have in your life. The Greek word that describes that is parakaleo, and parakaleo means is, is presence, it means drawn to. So it's not that, that God is absent from us when, 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 we're, when we run into challenges of life, but parakaleo means that, that God is drawn to the trouble that we're in. And therefore, when we're in trouble, when, when we don't know the way out, God is drawn to that. He doesn't run from it, but he meets you there and sees that over you. So, so we need to understand that tonight. We need to understand that whatever is looming over us, that God is parakaleo. God is with us. When you're, when you're lost, God promises to be your guide. When, when you feel alone, God says, I'm there as your friend. When, when you are in sin, God says, I've come to be your savior. When you're sick, God says, I want to be your healer. And, and whenever you're weak, God says, I am there to be your strength. Amen to this? And we see the significance of what this means, that God is here. Here's the second thing, brother. So God is with us. God was with us. And think about that for a second. Think about the times in your life when you've really struggled through something, when you're in the midst of something that's not going the way that you want, how many of us sit there and we go like, man, there's no, God's nowhere near this. Look at this trouble I'm in. Anybody ever felt that way? Come on, you're in church. You can be honest. Absolutely. Maybe all of us in some way have felt that way. But listen, um, let me encourage you because as I look back on my life, I know that there are some times in my life when, when, when I felt so, so detached in the situation, but then when the situation passes and I'm on the other side of it, I can look back and go like, man, why did I ever wonder? God was there all over that. And God had his hand into all these things trying to move me into a way of healing or, or a way of compassion or a way of forgiveness. And I just, out of my own stubbornness, couldn't see it. But God was there so God's in the big things, he's in the little things. And, and I remember just one quick story where when, when Patty and I first got married, you know, folks, we didn't have any money back then, but, but yet we had a lot of love and we lived on that. And I remember there was a time when, when our rent payment was due. They're off of, um, uh, in Altamont Springs, off of Douglas Avenue. That's the very first place that we lived, 1000 Douglas Avenue, apartment A. Can anybody else remember their first address? Yeah, it sticks with you. And I remember we couldn't pay that rent payment. And we did the only thing we knew how to do. We prayed about it. And, and all of a sudden, a couple of days later, we get a check back. We had overpaid on an insurance premium. And the company, go figure that, an insurance company giving us money back, but it came back to us. And, and it was the money that we needed to pay that bill. That's just one small thing. But think about those places in your life that weren't just coincidences, but they were God instances where God was with you through all of those things. Here's the third one. So God is, God was, and God will be with you. God will be with you. That's not just a promise, or that's just not just a saying, it's a promise. God will be with you. And we can bet on that, and we can hang our hat on that, and we know it's a guarantee. Emmanuel means no matter what you're going through, God promises to be there, to see you through whatever it is. 
So let's think about it for a second. Mary, a 14-year-old girl, and, and she's beginning to see this huge change in her life. And let's just envision for a second that Mary could see into the future. And Mary is looking into the future, and she's thinking about, you know, what's going to happen, what's coming next. And she starts thinking about, God was with me when the angel came and said that the Holy Spirit would put a baby inside of my womb. And God was with me when, when I had to go talk to Joseph and, and tell Joseph that, that there was no corruption in this relationship, but it was still honorable and that he could remain an honorable man. And God was with Joseph that night when the angel appeared and, and said to Joseph, do not be afraid, Joseph, because what's happening with Mary truly is of God. And she was sitting there thinking about looking in the future and she was saying, you know, God was with us when, when we rode that donkey into Bethlehem and God was with us when, whenever we couldn't find any room in the inn and God was with us when, when we gave birth to the Savior, our son, in the midst of, a, of an animal stall and God was with us. And God was with us when, when the people were looking to kill all the male children because Herod was, was a coward and he was afraid and he didn't want to believe that, that Jesus was truly the Messiah. And God was with us when we, when we ran off to Egypt to save our child, Jesus. And God was with us when Jesus was 12 and, and we were caravanning back and we had lost him and had no idea where he was. But God was with us and led us back to the temple. And there we found Jesus, our son, teaching amongst the elders and sharing with them what the scriptures meant and, and teaching that. And I, God was with me when, whenever they brought charges against my son Jesus, charges that were not true. And God was with me when, when they arrested him. And God was with me when, when they crucified him. And God was with me when they put the nails to his hands and his feet and they pierced his side. And God was with me when Jesus looked up into the heavens and said, Father, Forgive them for they know not what they do. As my son forgave the very people he came to save, the people who put him to death. And God was with me when I watched him agonize on the cross. And God was with me when my heart was broken. And Jesus said the words, it is finished. Into your hands I give my spirit. And God was with me, Mary said, as she's looking into the future, that God was with me that first night that my son was dead in a tomb. And God was with me that second night when, when I realized that my son's not coming back. And God was with me that third day when the stone was rolled away and went inside and Jesus had been raised from the dead. And God is with me. And Mary knew at that moment the meaning of Emmanuel. You see, the Apostle Paul put it this way, and I love what Paul writes here in Romans chapter 8. And I want you to listen closely, because this is a message for you and me. This is a message for all of us. Paul says, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? So who's going to separate us from the love of Christ? Will it be trouble? No. Will it be hardship? No. Will it be persecution or famine? No, that can't separate us. Nakedness or danger or sword, none of those things can separate us from the love of God. Paul says, no, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. We get through these things because God loves us, and God is the power and the strength that sees us through. He says, I'm convinced that neither death nor life nor angels or demons, neither the present or the future, nor any powers, whether height or depth or anything else in all creation, nothing will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Listen to me on Christmas Eve. This is the message we've got to get. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. No thing can come between you and God. 
that God is with you through all things. God is with you in the past, he's with you in the present, and God promises to be with you in the future. And the question for us tonight is, will we believe that? And that's what Christmas Eve is all about, placing our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen.